Hey everybody, Steven what Jensen. Randy Orton? Have... I look like Randy Orton. Yeah, that's bad. Oh, I look like I'm wearing night vision goggles. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, these uh, sunglasses are actually courtesy of Knockaround.com, which uh, makes most of the glasses that I wear. And they sent me these. These are the. Uh, they sent me these a while back, but there are there are these lucha glasses. You can't. I don't know if you can see. There's a little luchador mask in the corner. Yeah. There. Yeah. Pretty cool. Anyways, what's up, y'all? This is Steven Jensen, Jesse Davin. Um, we're going to be talking WWE Clash Champions. That's going to be mainly the uh, the main topic today. As always, if you want to get your questions answered, if you want your voice heard, you got a statement, something you want us to read out, make sure to send a super chat. You can do that right here through YouTube. Or there is a, a uh, donation link in the description that Jesse's put there for us. So, uh, yeah, those work the same. Uh, I forgot to tweet the link for this show. There it goes. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you're subscribed, all that good stuff. We're going to be doing a giveaway at 10,000 subscribers, and we're really looking forward to that because we have some really cool ideas, and there's some things we already have, like, ready to send, and then there's some stuff we're still working on. So definitely uh, make sure you're subscribed if you aren't already. And, uh, yeah, before we get into Clash of Champions, Jesse, is there anything that you'd like to talk about, and how are you today? Uh, I don't think there's anything I'd like to talk about. I'm doing good. I'm, we're, we're both just tired. It's a tired day. We're just both pooped. So, yeah, other than that, I'm doing well, I guess. Um, I'll be 22 weeks tomorrow. That's oh wild. God. It's already been. I know. Which means we've been doing our show for, like, probably close to, like, 30 weeks already, then? Maybe yeah, longer. like I a mean, whole-ass baby. That's wild that we've been doing that. baby, almost. Wow. Yeah. But, um, I know, it's crazy. Holy cow. I know, it feels like it was, it, it feels like we went to, like, from February to October. Like, it's weird. Like, yeah, it was I, no summer. For real, like, every now and then, like, I'll scroll through your YouTube channel, and I'm like, I see how many of these we've done, and I'm like, I can't believe we've done so many of these already. It's wild. Time flies, but I but I kind of correlate the podcast with your pregnancy because you got pregnant fairly early on to the fairly show. Early, yeah. So I try to I kind of the kind of a timeline like mentally, you know. Yeah, I know that was. A, <laughs> I I told Stephen like right when we found out, so he's known for a long time. Yeah, and I kept mm-hmm. that secret. I kept the secret. Yeah, the whole you did. Time. I didn't. You didn't slip. I didn't slip. We did good. We even had mutual friends that definitely tried that that knew also that yeah. like they would like kind of hit and I'd be like I don't even know what you're talking about you know what I mean like I just, I just feel like I don't even know what you're talking about like like I I'm I can keep a secret I pride yeah, myself on too. my secret keeping skills so I keep secrets yeah um anyways yeah I had a good weekend though Browns won Vikings won right no, no they lost. Lost. lost no they lost that's right yeah by a field goal uh, um by less than a field so. goal technically um point right one point yeah it was one point where well, our field goal kicker Dan Carlson missed the first uh the first I think it was the first time he's missed within like 40 yards or whatever since like I think he was on some like 30 kick streak or something like that mm-hmm. um so he missed and then later on in the game uh they wound up kicking a field goal as time was running out. So, yeah, it was rough. The Vikings are in a... I'm not going to sit here and talk about the Vikings all day. It just, it's it's frustrating. It's just one of those things. Like, they have a good team. Uh, they're making bad mistakes. There's a lot of injuries, but, like, there's a lot of injuries all over the league. So, that's not really an yeah. excuse. Like, everyone has hurt players and players that are... 
dealing with the COVID and whatnot, you mentioned when we were talking before the show that the Vikings are quarantined. Yeah. I mean, it's like... Yeah, I gotta look into it. I literally, I was telling Jesse before we went live, like, I went to sleep at around 8 a.m. Uh, I pulled a legit all-nighter um, editing a video for all things MMA, and not that it was like, not that it was like gonna be late or anything like that. I actually try to always make sure I do my work like well in advance, so that like if there's any mistakes or something, I have like plenty of time to fix it and stuff. But I was like looking at my calendar and I was like, yo, I don't have that much I have to do the next few days. So if I can just knock out this video in like a full day of work, like if I just pull this all nighter, I pretty much today, basically I just do this and I'll probably do Twitch afterwards. And it's like, have, yeah. a, have a chill day. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's the best. Yeah. And so, but I wound up sleeping until like two today. You know, it was like probably a half hour before you texted me is like around the time I probably actually woke up. So amazing. I wish I cherished that. <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, like, if I didn't do that, then I would have had to go to sleep last night at probably, like, by midnight, wake up, yeah. like, 10 a.m. at, like, the latest. I'd be working before this podcast, wouldn't be able to do Twitch, and would work until probably after dinner tonight, you know what I mean? So it was just better but... to just just knock it all out. And I'm pretty sure this video is not even due for, like, a few weeks, but I was just like, fuck it. I'm just gonna... Oh, good for you. Just, let's just knock it out. And that's enough about me. But that's the reason I'm wearing these sunglasses <laughs> right now. Because I feel like my eyes are like half shut, and I feel like I look really goofy. I look—I don't look goofy with the sunglasses inside as well, but I'd rather y'all just see this. Um, anyway, that's everything I have going on. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, we're gonna jump into Clash of Champions here in a second. If if there's anything, I just can't stress it enough with the uh, the super chats when it comes to uh, reviewing shows and previewing shows because yes. me, me and Jesse shoot to do these for about an hour or so and we may, we basically just run through the card but we always make sure to stop if there's anything that y'all want us to talk about through the super chats through the donations. So like if there's any other topics Absolutely. pro wrestling wise, if you want us to go way off the, the rails and talk <laughs> AEW, you want me to talk about Impact Wrestling or something going in the independence. I mean, I'm wearing a damn Kurt Stallion t-shirt right now. This guy just got signed by the WWE. Big signing. Yeah. Big fan of this guy. Oh, first, wow, really? First first ever Southern Underground Pro Bone Storm Champion, Kurt Stallion. The, he was he was basically the face of Nashville, Tennessee wrestling for uh, for a little while there. So, um, so yeah, uh, if you want to talk about any of that stuff, uh, if there's any like predictions that you had that were right or were wrong and you want us to talk about it, um, if there's anything you hated about the show, anything you loved about the show, Super Chat Donations, that's the only way to yeah. make sure we for sure see it. So. Yeah, and your feedback is important as well, and your input is important. I mean, we're just two people, and the more the merrier as far as input goes. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, but uh, as far as Clash of Champions went, I thought it was pretty good. I feel like the first match was the best match, and then it kind of went meh, and then the last two matches were really fun. So, I like we said before, I think we both said, and it always happens, when WWE... It has a subpar build to a pay-per-view where you just feel like you just don't care about the show. Usually that's when they put on their best matches. I'm telling you, it's, it's bizarre. It's because your expectations are so low that you end up being surprised. But in the end, it was absolutely great. So I had a lot of fun watching this pay-per-view, which is more to say than I did on Monday Night Raw. But <laughs> Yeah, I watched Raw last night for the most part. Yeah, so. and... There's no underground. Let's but, talk about that real quick. Because that yeah, had nothing to what? do with Clash of Champions. 
Um, what? I, I yeah. saw on... Can I say what Fightful Select said yet, or should I not? Uh, well, Fightful for Select explained it. it hey, 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 this is this is a good... Hey, if we if you say it, I'll also throw out there, like, Fightful Select, five bucks a month for, like, the lowest yeah. tier. You get my podcast of The Weekender. You get Alex Pulaski's podcast, uh, Sour Graps. You get stuff from Sean Ross Sapp. You get the stuff that, like, Jesse's going to talk about. You get scoops. Yeah exclusive news all right. that kind of stuff so it's i'm gonna give you a, a nice right. plug for one bit of news off of there we'll, we'll, yeah I think, so I think that's it's, it's definitely worth it because i was very confused and i tweeted out what the heck happened to raw underground and during the show i checked my email and sure enough i got an email from fightful select about an update about raw underground and it basically said there had been no segments taped for raw underground there was no reason given uh usually they taped them in advance and so I guess it wasn't taped. So I knew, thanks to Fightful Select, there was going to be no underground. Why there was no Raw Underground, I don't know. I haven't checked my Fightful Select, but I feel like I already gave away one thing. But you, if you're Fightful Select, you would have found out that there was going to be no Raw Underground. So you would have anticipated the disappointment instead of just being flat-out disappointed. So I don't know what happened. I'm assuming it's because of quarantining due to contact tracing. Um so, let me see. Uh, yeah. They were just shorthanded, it says. So, I mean, it really stinks. I mean, Retribution was nowhere to be seen because they're all in quarantine, apparently. So, it was just a shorthanded Raw, which is why I think that there were so many rematches. I feel like... They're kind of really short staffed, so I, I wasn't as mad because I'm like, well, yeah, but like no. even my even I bring up my brother all the time because he's a really good gauge for like someone who's just a little bit more than a casual fan, but like still doesn't really care or pay any attention, just sees a lot of it by way of being around me. He actually said this last night. I promise I'm never making these things up. By the way, I say a lot of these <laughs> like my brother quotes where it's like. Like, like these are, and it gives me a really good gauge for certain things. Exactly. He, li he literally said, um, what did he say last night? He mentioned, because we were watching, it was Apollo Crews versus, um, was it Cedric? Or did that happen last week? Uh, wait, no, 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 no. Sorry. It was, it was Dominic versus Murphy. That was the match. It was Dominic versus Murphy. And my brother was like, he's like, so they just do the same thing every single week. Like the, I've seen this like 10 times. Like, like, because and he's over most Mondays because we're like cooking or like watching football or whatever. I have the two screens going. And he's like, he's like, every time you watch WWE, I see this match or or a version of this match with uh, Rollins and uh, Mysterio. Like, even he recognized like what, like, why do you still? He literally said, I don't know why you still watch this. It's, you've seen this a thousand times. It's, I mean, yeah, it's frustrating. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, Dominic is is way better than he has any reason to be. <clears throat> yeah, he's great. I mean, I mean, and he's still a little green, but he's going to get better and better. Um, and he's already good. And Murphy's really solid. Seth Rollins, obviously, is great. But it's like, I mean, I'm interested to see Dominic in there with someone who's not as good as someone like Murphy or Rollins. Like, yeah, the, that... someone who's not. Yeah, I want him to succeed. Like, I want him to succeed. I just, I just there is gonna that day is gonna come where like that's where we're gonna really see how good he is because when it's him versus like uh um 
I don't know. I mean, th this is no knock to anybody, but like him, if, if it was him versus like Mansoor or something, like someone from like Two Hundred Five yeah. Live, right? Like who's who's solid, but like is not Seth Rollins. Like I want to see how that match goes. You know, like I like for, for both guys. You know, and and, uh, and yeah, but that's the thing is like we get we get solid stuff out of out of Dominic in the ring, but we see him. It's the same stuff, like you just said. It's just the same thing every single week, and. I, I wish I could remember what my brother, like, what his reasoning was, but I think he was, like, I think it was the same kind of thing where he's, like, can they just not get people there because of the pandemic? Like, is that why I keep seeing the same thing over and over? And I was, like, I mean, I said, I feel like we'd be doing this anyways for the most part, but, like, that probably adds to it. They are probably short-staffed, like you were saying. Yeah, which is unfortunate, which is why I'm hesitant to, like, even, like, be mad because I'm, like, well circumstances beyond their control you know but yeah i just you know clash of champions was good like really good i i i had fun i enjoyed it and last night was it was all right i mean it wasn't i wasn't like super frustrated like last week so that's an improvement i mean i was frustrated with the no underground thing because they didn't even yeah yeah they didn't even make a mention of that like shane mcmahon on twitter they just forgot Nothing. Yeah, just like oh, it, was, it like, just didn't happen. Like it was ten oh five. I remember because I was mainly paying attention to the Monday Night Football game, and I remember looking down. I was, I thought I was like, is it ten till ten yet? Like, is it time for the fights? And I put my phone up, and it was ten oh five, and I saw the Hurt Business walking down the hallway. I was like, oh, they must be walking to Raw Underground, and then there was just no Raw Underground. It was just nothing. Your sadness. It was the same thing that my heart was like, just a, just an empty sadness, just an empty hole. I know. It just wasn't it was there. So Anyways, so and it's Anyways, also, like, I, I yeah. honestly, the one thing I will say about it, I honestly feel like they probably hit a point where they were like, we can't do anything bigger than Braun versus Dabakato. So like, where do we go from here? And they're probably trying to figure it out. Um, they had a week off. The underground needed to be sanitized and cleaned. And, <laughs> there you go. You know. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, yeah, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting to see the guy, the bouncer for Ronda Ground, get in there. Yeah, I don't know why he, he hasn't needs. Been fighting I people. want him to like say no to authority. <laughs> yeah. Like, Shane needs to start managing some of these guys. Like I was saying, like if yeah. him, if he managed Jabakato like as a wrestler, that'd be interesting. Or or that the bouncer, that dude that we were just talking about. Like if that guy's gonna get in the ring, like I'd love to hear Shane McMahon just hyping him up all the time. Sick, bro. Yeah, Shaman Man's great. He's hilarious when he's hyping people up. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. we can talk about Clash of Champions. I, I agree with you, though. I thought it was a good show. Um, There was some really, really good stuff on here. There was some okay yeah. stuff, but there was some really good stuff. Um, Starting off with the opener, which was Cesaro and Nakamura defeating Lucha House Party on the pre-show. This was for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The Lucha House Party combination was... Kalisto and Lince Dorado. Uh, what did you think about this one? I, I know you said the opener was sick. I don't know if you're referring to the no. I was referring to the actual show because okay. during the see when the when the pay per views are at seven now, mm -hmm. so the kickoff show is like literally during like the actual like our Sundays on pay per view days like we had to do everything an hour earlier because like seven o'clock is usually like our busy hour because we want to get everything done before eight because that's usually when wrestling starts. So, 
I did not really pay attention to this. It was like on the TV. My husband was watching the Reds. I think the Reds were playing. It was either the Reds or it was a uh, Stanley Cup Finals. I can't remember. But um, so he was watching the Reds outside. He was cleaning the grill. I was cleaning up stuff. So it was like on in the background. I think we both knew that Cesaro and Shinsuke were going to win. So I could care less about this, honestly. Yeah. I mean, the upside is you're always going to get solid wrestling out of everyone involved in this. Absolutely, like, no question. All the very, the lot of talent in that match. Um, it's just talent that you still, at this point, would kind of hope, like... I mean, it's good that they were part of the show, like, even if it was the yeah. pre-show. But, like, they could be doing so much more with Cesaro and Nakamura. And, and Kalisto, um, he did not turn heel. Yeah. Yeah, they're the all Lucha House parties. Really, I mean, I remember Grand Metalli getting to the finals of that Cruiserweight Classic. Cruiserweight, that's right. I and, know. Yeah, he had a lot of promise, but that all being said, uh, the opener for the actual show, Triple Threat Ladder Match for the IC Championship, Sami Zayn defeats Hardy and AJ Styles to become the technically the new and undisputed Intercontinental Champion. Uh, there was a lot of crazy stuff in this match, like Jeff Hardy yeah. getting his uh, his earlobe. Uh, handcuffed to a ladder. Um, that was crazy. Uh, there was a lot of good stuff. I'm going to let you talk all about it here in a second. The one thing that I wanted to bring up, though, um, was... I don't know if I'm the only one to notice this. My, another one, my brother called this one out, and I was like, oh my god, you're right. They're using different ladders now. They're like plastic ladders. I don't know if you noticed that. Like, they're not like the big metal, like, aluminum ladders they've been using for forever. They were, like, smaller, sounded kind of like plastic. Like, I mean, it's still a ladder's a ladder if it's, like, big enough they to support plank, you. They did right. Yeah, and when they were breaking, they broke, like, a table kind of wood. Like, it was, I was like, they've nerfed the ladders for sure. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. Like, it's probably way more safe, and I'm fine with that, but, like, it, he called it out, and I was like, "Dude, you're totally right. Like these are these are not the same ladder. I, I don't know how long they've been using these, but I just noticed that. I don't know if anyone else noticed that in the chat, but I thought that was yeah. interesting. Yeah, I didn't even notice that until you said something. And I sat there with a thumbnail and edited out all the background in the ladders too. <laughs> I mean, I would have never noticed it either, probably. But there you go. You what kind of? Yeah. Yeah. What did you think about the match itself, though? I know you said it, you thought, I mean, you basically said you thought it was sick right off the bat. Um, and yeah. I thought it was good, too, for sure. Yeah, we did get a super chat just now from Dylan. Dylan, thank you so much. I'll go ahead and start it out with Dylan here, because thank, thank you, Dylan. We really, really appreciate it. We cannot express enough Ooh, just how much these one. super chats awesome. mean. And Marty, cool, too. I'll, All right, I'll, so let's I'll go read, through those really quick. I'll read out Marty's afterwards, because I've got it okay. on the Streamlabs. Awesome. Thank you, Marty. Marty went through the. Um, Streamlabs link, so you can always do that. And then uh, Dylan with the super chat, thank you so much. It says Hardy was great, Styles was great, but Sammy is brilliant. What did uh, Marty say? Marty says Randy Orton should be called the modern day one man gang. So, dude, I agree. Yes. Thank dude you very much, Marty. Was a savage. Thank you so much, Marty. And yes, Dylan, I. Loved this match. I thought it was really fun. I I was pretty sure that nothing could top this match. I mean, the, the last two matches of the card on this pay-per-view were pretty dang good and pretty dang close. However, this was the match of the night. I shout out to all those guys. I It almost feels like 
Sami Zayn sat up in Canada or wherever in quarantine and like planned this out. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it kind of feels like that because he he literally it, it Sami Zayn comes off as a guy who has been living in a bunker for the past year with no showering and and done brush his teeth and like he did, hasn't cut his hair and like just just been thinking been about nothing. Conspiracy theories. Yes. Like just, reading, he's like and just preparing yeah. for this. What you're saying, like just preparing for like, yeah. I, he looks I like, like a guy that's been red pilled, but the liberal kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You know? mm-hmm. And it. I don't know who said that. I can't remember. I feel like my husband said that. And and when he when I, maybe someone on Twitter said it. I don't know. My brain's all messed up and scrambled eggs right now. But I really do think it, it felt like Sami Zayn sat in quarantine or in his little bunker really mad but he's like i'm gonna plan out this really nice match it's gonna be a ladder match because you know we're gonna have jeff hardy there do what you want while and they did some things with jeff hardy while sammy was gone put aj styles in there that's one guy you can depend on no matter what to put on a great match i mean i feel like aj styles was kind of like the sleeper we're all talking about jeff hardy and we're talking about uh, Sami Zayn, but we're not talking about AJ Styles, who still did freaking amazing stuff. Uh, there was a scare though when like Jeff Hardy legitimately fell off the ladder onto his head. That like really scared me a lot. Yeah, yeah sketchy. <laughs> yeah, but I mean he's okay. However, I do get really nervous just because you know I don't want to see Jeff Hardy get hurt. I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but Jeff Hardy in particular seems to be prone to injury as of late. Same with AJ Styles. So I was really glad that everyone came out of this seemingly unscathed. I mean, Sami Zayn's back looked gnarly, too. He was, like, all bruised up from this. I don't know. Like, so shout out to them. I'm sure they're hurting. I'm sure they're still hurting today, even though it was two days ago. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. There were some great spots. I thought the ending was awesome when Jeff Hardy gets, obviously, he gets handcuffed to his ear gauge. Which is a weird thing because WWE seems to have like an earlobe fetish because they did the same thing with like Randy Orton. I'm glad they didn't do that though. With like when they did that thing with the uh, with the screwdriver, I was yeah. like, I was really like watching through one finger. Like I wasn't. Oh, oh, that I've had was ages before. Yeah, no, it's just it don't hurt. just no, but like just the, I, I yeah, just grosses me. Eh, <laughs> grosses me out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um. I thought how he got handcuffed and he was like carrying that ladder. And then as he's carrying this ladder, Sami Zayn is like handcuffed himself to AJ Styles, like a five-year-old. Yeah. And he's like laughing like a little child, like a little demon child. And so AJ Styles, just like a child, picks him up, puts him on his back and is climbing up this ladder with a full grown man on his back. And then somehow Sami Zayn handcuffs AJ Styles to the ladder and then climbs up. I was like, why isn't he just rocking this ladder back and forth and, like, trying to get him off? But I guess it would have, like, technically broken his arm if the ladder would have fallen. Yeah. I don't know. It I, all I made sense. Like... I, th- I thought it all was really good. I thought it was all really good. It was a good. lot of fun. It was definitely... I felt like that was what WWE needed, even though that could have, like, closed the show. I really feel like that being in the opener spot was actually a good thing. Because it really set the tone for the pay-per-view. Because I can't think of one person 
who was honestly and wholeheartedly excited for this pay-per-view. Like, no one I know was like, yeah, this build has been so great. I can't wait. Maybe for the Randy Orton-Drew McIntyre match. Maybe for Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. Maybe you were a little bit excited. But there was just, you know, it was just like, blah. This whole build has been crap. The go-home shows were crap. This was like, all right, we're here. We're here. We're ready to go. This is a WWE pay-per-view. Buckle up. Get your popcorn ready because we are ready to go. And I loved it. So, yeah, I had lots of fun. Yeah. Yeah, really, really good stuff. That was one of the best ladder matches they've done in a long time. Yeah. And Sami Zayn was the right winner. I think we both chose him, too. Yeah. Um, I think in so. our predictions. Yeah. I know I did, uh, because I was, or at least my heart did. I was like, I gotta, like, this just makes too much sense. Like, I, I like it. I like it a lot. After that, yeah. we had Oscar defeating Selena Vega by submission to retain the Raw Women's Championship. Um... I mean, I thought this was solid for what it was. It was seven minutes long. Uh, Oscar's solid. Zelina Vega's. I mean, I've I've known Zelina Vega's talented for a while, and she's starting to get to show it as a singles wrestler, which I think is great. They can do a lot with her in the women's divisions. So, I think that she's going to be a big. Um, although I don't believe in the draft because I know that it'll just be like a thing where they like they stop paying attention to the draft in a couple weeks and it'll just all go back to how it is now anyways but for a few weeks they like to push kind of new people in different places and i think that Zelina vega is going to be somebody that really benefits from a draft i think that she'll i don't know whether yeah. she stays on raw or smackdown i think once like the roster gets kind of mixed up i think she'll wind up getting pushed as one of the top women on whatever brand she's on um what do you think about this match and oscar retaining it was what I expected. It wasn't anything super duper special, especially, I mean, those, these poor women had to go out there after that ladder match and put on a show and they did great. I'm telling you, they did great. I, like you said, I think we were both, we both said Zelina Vega is actually like talented. So we expected, I mean, it wasn't surprising. I really did love after them. I mean, the whole match was fine. It was fine. It wasn't anything. It was bad. It was good. Actually, I did enjoy it. I love Selena Vega, like I said, like you said. I, I do think that the the announced draft will help her out. She needs a new start because she's kind of still loosely associated with Andrade and Garza. And she needs to separate herself from that to be taken seriously as a non-manager, as a singles competitor in professional wrestling. Which is no fault of her own because that's just what she's been. She's been a mouthpiece for people, and that's not a bad thing. It's not a knock on her. Well, she's, she's just really good at it. Yeah, she's great on the mic. So, I mean, yeah, like, so yeah. I thought it was great. I really did love after the match how she went to go bow in, in respect, and then she swooped her butt, which apparently means rematch because they had a rematch on Raw, which it's whatever. But for for what it was, for what this needed to be, Asuka looked, ended up looking really good as champion. She ended up looking legitimate as a champion, which she is, duh. And it was very Asuka, so I liked it. Yep. Moving on, we had a match that we've seen a lot of times. Yeah, I... Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Lashley with the rest of the Hurt Business. Well, I guess minus Cedric Alexander. He had MVP and Shelton Benjamin in his corner. He defeated Apollo Crews, who had Ricochet in his corner. By the way, on Monday Night Raw last night, the team of 
Apollo, Ricochet, and Mustafa Ali defeated these three, which I thought was uh, really interesting. And also the Retribution stuff went off, and I feel like Ali is involved, and I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Hopefully that's long-term big brain storytelling they've been doing with like the hacker and him going on to like main event and kind of getting mad on Twitter and stuff. And then this happens during the match. Mad on Twitter? Um, not like mad, mad, but like he's there. He's has like, it will kind of like, uh, making it pretty clear he's being underused. Let's put it that way. He's not, he's not, he's not out there like, he's not out there like attacking anybody or being like disrespectful or anything like that. He's just kind of, there's been a few tweets that you can tell he's a little salty. Um, but it also could be part of this character. If he is a part of Retribution, I think it'd make a lot of sense. Um, Dylan's wrestling himself with another super chat. Yes, thank you, Dylan. Dylan, thank you so much. Says, I'm already tired of this Apollo Crews mixing it up with the Hurt Business. Get him away and give Ricochet Mustafa Ali a chance. What do you think about that, Jesse? Completely agree. I was going to, I mean, Dylan, thank you so much. The, these super chats and these um, Streamlabs tips mean the absolute world to us. Uh, even you guys in the chat, even if obviously we, we're not all made of money, that's okay. Even if you're just chatting, we really appreciate you guys, and we really appreciate the uh, extra help. It really does mean a lot to us. Thank you so much, Dylan. I could not agree more. I was just about to say the same thing. Like, I don't even remember what happened in this match because I've seen it so many times. I'm sure that I would get it confused with another match that they've had. I literally don't remember it. I probably was on my i was waiting for retribution is what i was doing that's what i was doing and they never showed up and so i tweeted about it never got an answer and now obviously we know something's going on with the pandemic unfortunately but i haven't seen t barbie schooling folks on twitter about it so which really stinks i guess they're quarantined from twitter too well, that's the really unfortunate thing is like so retribution it's is so like over. Well, well, ret- so this is just my personal opinion. I think retribution sucks ass. Like I think it's terrible. I think it's like one of the worst long term stories that WWE has told maybe ever. It's it's awful. But the way that they've one eighty their perception through Twitter is hilarious to me. I'm like, okay, you know what? This is stupid, but like they know it's stupid. Like that's what's that's what's interesting to me is like clearly. Dijak is like he's like he knows what people are saying about it and he probably agrees and he's like you know what like I have nothing to lose like I might as well just troll people on the internet and like the rest of them are doing the same and they've become pseudo baby baby faces on the internet because of it which which actually got me more interested in seeing like okay what are they gonna do with this group next and then they're nowhere to be seen and I know that that's a, it's not their fault. Like they're they've been told not to come to the show. I get that, but yeah. the timing is terrible. You finally unmask, and you're finally creating some sort of buzz outside of like fake chainsaws and cinder blocks going through uh, already broken doors and stuff. Like, like <laughs> that was like, so good. Yeah, like that's people... my favorite part of retribution ever. <laughs> yeah, so bad. There's all the Professor Chaos shenanigans. Oh man, yeah, I love it. Um, he he actually did tweet during um, Monday Night Football because you know when the Ravens score at home, they dim the lights and they do the flashy lights. Oh, I lights. did see that. Yeah, yeah, I thought it's that was like, funny. Okay, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, you're everywhere. Um, and he's been tweeting, and he he said something. I don't I don't understand what this is about. He said, if your response to the news that people were potentially exposed to COVID nineteen was good, oops, we probably shouldn't have said that. Oops. No, it's it's fine. Um, then you should probably re- reassess your morals as a human being. 
The amount of people who fail to understand the difference between this post and a post where I pointed out that super spreading the virus was a negative thing is truly staggering, yet sadly unsurprising. He's probably, okay. I guess he's responding to, he's probably seen a lot of people online that are like happy, happy. he might have that's, to. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I, you know. Which obviously, yeah. I, I can make the clear separation between a human being and their wrestling character. So like. That is the problem with wrestling people today, is they don't understand these people are playing a character. Yeah, if anyone who, if anyone's actually wishing like ill or death or something upon, like, so I'll throw this out there too, and he might actually see this because this guy has like messaged me before and and a whole bunch of shit. I've met him in person. He's a giant douchebag, uh, Ryback. This guy is going out there and he's like, he's like wished death on Dave Meltzer. He wished death on uh. So on on uh there was someone else recently uh, i can't remember who it was another wrestling personality that guy dude this guy goes out goes around trying to preach uh you know positivity and like these books he reads and all this stuff i have had personal interactions with him i've been around other people who have personal interactions with him the guy is an asshole and he doesn't know what the really? fuck he's talking about ever like i don't give a fuck that he's this gigantic fucking roided up meat meat freak you know what i'm saying like like he could beat the shit out of me but like i this guy like there's a reason why he isn't working anywhere like it isn't because he doesn't want to get booked it's because nobody wants to deal with him so uh so yeah i'm gonna throw that out there too i'm gonna throw that out there too because like that's like because that's someone out there actually wishing death on people wow i just that is so sad to me i think it's really sad because he's projecting He's got built up anger inside about something and he's hurting hurt people hurt people. And I think that's really sad. And I really hope that he can do some journeying within himself and kind of get to the root of the issue because that's no way to live. It's no way to live to be miserable and mean. It's no way to live to be wishing ill fate on other people. That's, that's not the way I want to live. I don't want to go to sleep at night with that much hate in my heart. I just don't know how that somebody can really be, sense. can get so fixated on other people that it, you can like ruin your, like ruin your life to the point where you even like are thinking about that. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, I can't think of one person. Be, there's gotta be something really bad and sad going on in his life to where he doesn't want to think about it. I don't. Yeah. And I just, I just hope that he can get help and just, you know, figure it out. And, and process whatever the hell is going on because that ain't cool, dude. Yeah, I will say I will say one nice thing though. He did. There is one girl that I know that I was at a show with her and a couple friends, and she's like a big she was like a big Ryback Mark going into the mm-hmm. show, and um, we helped her actually meet Ryback after the show, and he was very mm-hmm. nice. He, and he was very nice to her. So like I will I will like. I, 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 I'm, I gotta be fair about stuff too. Like I think he's an asshole that most of the interactions I have been with, like I've been around him. I've, he has literally messaged me about stuff before and wow. like had to argue. And like, I don't even want to argue with the guy. It's just like, dude, you are the, the, the most, just like what you said, it's just the most like in your own head, just can't get over something Lost. mindset of like, like, Lost. 
Yeah, so anyways, um, yeah, don't wish death yeah. on people, even even your own worst enemy. You don't want to actually, imagine, you know, I would never yeah. want to carry that, I would never want to carry that burden of knowing that, like, I caused death on anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's disgusting. Exactly. It's awful. Um, anyways, uh, that all being said, um, <laughs> yeah, said. we pretty much covered all this. I mean, yeah, it was another submission with the, uh, I guess he calls it the Hurt Lock now, the full, yeah. n- the full, full Nelson that he was calling the full Lashley, that they're, they might as well call it the Master Lock, because, uh, shout out Chris Masters, uh, he's yeah. that too, but, uh, I really feel like, at this point, well, I shouldn't say this, because, they they are kind of going a little bit of a new route with Ali being in the mix. But I do like that. But I, I saw I saw someone tweet this and it was so on the money. I don't know if it was a tweet or maybe a video I watched. And it was like we get it. We get it. Lashley is better than Apollo. We get it. Like Apollo can't beat Lashley. Like we it has been fully established that Apollo I can't beat Lashley. I fully understand this. Like, like, let's do something new now. (laughs) So, so my thing has been like, just have him give in and just join the Hurt Business. Like, it would help his career to join the Hurt Business. Um, But with uh, Ali getting mixed in there, it feels like the, kind of like the super best friends, good guys versus the, well, who are, actually, see, this is what's confusing too. The Hurt Business are supposed to be the bad guys, but I I cheer them because they're fighting retribution. And it's so weird. How they've positioned all this. I know. It's confusing to me. <laughs> I don't know who I'm supposed to be cheering. I need to be programmed to WWE. I yeah, mean... WWE. Re- I need an update. I need a software update. WWE. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Um, yeah, this match. It's another one we've seen this a lot of weird. times. This was weird. This was unfortunate. This was very unfortunate. Yeah, Garza got injured, right? Yeah, but wasn't he on Raw last night? Was I was paying like half attention to that, remember. half attention to football. So. I was like making a salad when this happened. That's how yeah, much we it... care about this at this point. We're making salads during the <laughs> during the matches. Yeah, I just <laughs> I would. I'm a pregnant, hungry lady. I have no excuse. I'm just hungry. You're pregnant with a food baby. I need candy. Bubblegum and taffy. Hey, NYC Dima hey. Diva, Issa. Hey. Hey, Issa, check this out. Last night, I was up until like 8 in the morning working on an MMA video, and I hope you check it out once it drops on all things MMA, because I know you subscribe to that channel too, because you're awesome. Um, last night, I was having a hard time falling asleep because I was so I was drinking coffee to stay awake. And, um, it helped me go to sleep. I watched, I watched a little Roman laying there and snoring. It was a little video that she sent me of him. He's just sitting there snoring, and I was like, uh, he'll fall asleep. My little, my little therapy dog online. ASMR pup. ASMR pup, yes. Uh, yeah. I'm such a softie for those little Yorkies, man. It's it's wild. So um, These, uh... So this match, I mean, like, this was good, but then, yeah, something happened, and the finish didn't look like it was supposed to be the finish. Do you have any thoughts on this outside of, like, I mean, we've seen it a lot of times, and we still have Street Profits. I'm not saying we shouldn't have the Street Profits as champion, but, like, we're still in the same spot we were before the show. I will point this out, though, too. It's possible that Andrade and Garza maybe were slated to win the match, and then someone got hurt, and they changed the finish. Like, that could be possible, too. To me, I don't... I I feel like that may be what happened, because um, Andrade kicked out. Got his shoulder up. Right. On the three count. Which, to me, means... Oops, 
like <laughs> someone missed the audible, which I, I in this kind of situation I can't like be critical because I don't know what the heck I would do in a situation where someone's like hurt and you have to change the match. However, well, they didn't win last night, so like there was no rematch tonight because if or tonight on Monday because if he had been. I just, I don't know what happened. It was just unfortunate. It was good up until then. It was yeah. fine. And then confusion and just, it was scary because I don't like to see people get hurt. But it seems like Angel Garza is okay. Because it was just, it was weird how this finished. And just the way the Street Profits, like, the thing about the Street Profits is they're very um, visually... They give a lot away with their facial expressions, I've noticed, especially, like, when they're nervous. I can tell when, like, one of them is nervous doing a promo. I can just tell by their face. I don't know if that's just me, but I can tell when, like, Angelo Dawkins is, like, nervous to say a line. Like, I don't know why. However, I felt like they were both kind of shocked and trying to act cool, but they were both, like, you could see, like, the white in their eyes, you know? They were, like, oh, like, you know, because they never, you never want to, like, actually hurt someone in the ring. Right, yeah, you kind of go into, like, a different mode where you're like, all right, are we going to be able to finish the match? Like, how hurt are you? Like, do what do we need to do? Like, we got to figure... And you have Vincent Mann in the ear of the referee, literally, yes. like, probably walking them. He's probably having a full-on conversation with the ref. They're having a conversation with the commentary. Like, they're trying to figure everything out in a matter of seconds. And to me, also, it's kind of on the referee. I feel like the referees lately have had a lot of errors. We had... The error with Asuka just recently. We had this with the kick out. There's another one. Was that the Mickey James one? The one with Asuka? That was the Mickey James yeah. one where she submitted or something. Due to, or she had to... They can't... The ref called off due to injury even though she wasn't injured. It just there's been a lot of weird like ref shenanigans going on. And I don't know if that's just... I, I don't know what's going on. But it's just really weird. And it, it looks bad. And... I don't know. This just was. This was just unfortunate. I don't want to say anything bad about it because it was scary. But Street Profits won, which is what I wanted. I like Street Profits, so I'm okay with that. I just wish they would stop wasting all those red solo cups every time they come <laughs> out in an entrance because true. that cannot be good for the environment. Yeah, yeah, very true. Did you ever watch Trailer Park Boys, the TV show? No. Uh, no, I've heard of it, of course. But it's it's supposed to be really funny. Yeah, I mean, especially, like, the early seasons. I kind of fell off towards the end, but the uh, but that's like most shows. But there's yeah. a, a... No, you're not going to get this, but basically uh, Angel Garza always gets me when he he rips his pants off and he fights, like, like after okay. he rips his pants off. There's a, there's a character in Trailer Park, Bo- Trailer Park Boys named randy who's like this super fat like he's like it's hard to explain but he like he eats cheeseburgers constantly and like he's just known for being this this really fat dude and every time he fights somebody because his pants are so tight and he's so fat every time he fights someone he always takes his pants off and fights people in only his whitey tighties that's amazing Um, and so every time i see garza pull his pants off i'm like oh it's getting serious the pants are coming off (laughs) that's great (laughs) This, so this oh his next match was was uh supposed to be Bailey and 
Nikki Cross, right, and she could not make the show. I forgot to mention, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax also couldn't be a part of the show um, for whatever, probably similar reasons to why Retribution uh, wasn't on the show and stuff. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one here? Asuka, I mean, she wins by disqualification. It seems like obviously kind of like the easy way out, and they just didn't really know what to do, so this is just kind of what they did, and, and it keeps the belt on Bailey. Yeah, this... I was really excited when Asuka came out because I thought that was cool. For a while there, I thought maybe Asuka could win, and then it was quickly ding, 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 quick secession of the ring, the the bell, and I knew immediately that there was a disqualification, and it was Bailey with a chair. Wasn't it Bailey with a chair? I was thinking, watching that match, I was like, Sasha's going to interfere. Even though it's a little too early, she's still got her neck thing. You know, stuff happens, and they got to speed things up a little bit just because they have to. It's out of their control. So then Bailey DQs herself, and I was like, oh. I was like, I thought Sasha was going to do that, but whatever. Maybe they're actually going to hold it off. And then Sasha comes yeah. out. And so I was like, well, why didn't you just have Sasha do it? Like, <laughs> maybe they're still holding off. Like, they didn't want it to quite lead to a match just yet, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it was good to see. You're good. It was good. I mean, it was good to see Sasha, but like, I'm like you, like it's too soon. I mean, I I don't want to say too soon, but it feels too soon. Like I don't know what they're gonna do with it. Yeah. Well, Hell in a Cell would be a good one to do it in, but. Yeah, but I oh, and this isn't like anything that can even be fixed by anyone even talking about it. But like, I hate the theme pay per views. I hate the fact that like, like the certain part of the year comes around. It's like. Helena Cell is coming up. It's like no Helena Cell Who's should. She? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Is that what they're calling it this year? Is no. There... Oh. Oh. No. Oh. I mean, I hope and I hope NXT does Halloween Please Havoc. Call it spooky. I'm really hoping NXT does Halloween Havoc. I think Helena that would Cell. be spooky. Yeah, Helena Spell spook spooky Helena. It just got a big uh, a big uh, ghost yeah. sheet over it. Sp- spooky Helena Cell. Um. Yeah. I. <laughs> I hate the theme pay-per-views for that reason, though, because it's like Hell in a Cell should be like one time a year or something. Like you don't know when it's going to be. And it's like the culmination of a giant feud. It's like you had like it'd be like Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre, right? It's like that's the one feud this year or or him versus like or Orton versus Edge, something like that, that like you've done every other type of match. And this is the final straw is Hell in a Cell. One person leaves the winner, and everyone moves on after that. Um, and you got to pay for it physically because, like, you're gonna go through hell in that hell in a cell. And yeah. uh, but now it's like, oh, October's rolling around. Time for hell in a cell, sponsored by Snickers. It's like, <laughs> all right, need a break. You're not you when you're hungry. Yeah, you're not you when you're hungry. Oh my god, yeah. or it's or it's lame ass uh, Ziggler dresses the KFC guy. Um, chicken. Uh, I love Ziggler, by the way, but like that's, I don't know how he found himself in that spot. Uh, anyway, uh, Dylan's wrestling stuff with another super chat. Thank you so much, Dylan. As always, appreciate the support. Says instead of Nikki, they couldn't find anyone for Bailey. See, that's kind of how I feel about Oscar too. Is like they could have literally, like this could have been an opportunity for anybody, like any women wrestler in the back that had nothing to do that night that was at the show or available could have been anyone but Oscar. Yeah, my cat is trying to get over here. She's, like, trying to navigate. 
But it, it could have yeah. been, but it would have been the same result. Like, like Bailey could have won, could have won clean over just a random person. Then Sasha comes out and does the same exact thing. We're in the same exact place. Oh, it's a kitty butt. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I thought Oscar was a nice swerve though. Champion versus champion. Let me see you get your booty out of the way. I don't want to see that. Ooh, she keeps disappearing. I know she's my scarf. It's so funny how that that like green screen effect works. I know. Um, I mean the champion versus champion thing, I guess, is cool, but like I, it was fun. I just don't. And this isn't once again. This is nothing that like you can fix or nothing that like like I just don't care about the championship belts in the WWE. So like it just doesn't matter to me that it's a champion versus a champion. I just don't. It's all the same to me at this point. Outside of yeah. outside of Roman Reigns, which we're gonna get to because he's he's the the fucking man. Um, yes, but thank you so much, Dylan. We really, really, super duper appreciate it. Yes, thank you. And the belts can be no, built, they can be right. built back up. By the way, it's something. It's not something where like just because I don't can't think they mean anything at the moment. Like enough good matches, enough good stories, enough interest. Like they can change that. Um, so then we had Drew McIntyre defeating Randy Orton in an ambulance match. This one involved the ghosts of Randy Orton's past. Uh, we had the big show coming out of nowhere, hitting a, a choke slam where he almost lost Randy Orton, uh, but they saved it. Um, we had Shawn Michaels. We had Christian. We had Ric Flair. Um, I feel good for Christian because I feel like in hindsight, people are going to look at his career a lot differently. Like, because they're going to see him involved in this kind of stuff. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, Christian, Sean, like all these guys like these. And like before he would have never really been in that kind of conversation, which is kind of interesting. Because um, he was kind of, kind of always more of like a mid-card tag team guy when those other guys were around. But uh, but I, I don't know. What do you think about this match? And what do you think about McIntyre retaining? Obviously, it looks like we're going to get another match between the two probably at Hell in a Cell. I would guess. How old are you going to? Yeah, I thought this match was great. As soon as Big Show came out, I think me and literally everyone else knew the rest were soon to follow. I think a lot of people wanted Edge, but I just don't think... Ah, Scarlet! Oh my goodness. I just don't think it's time yet for him, like, healing-wise. Like, I just, right. I, I don't know how long it's been. It's April. Can I smash it up? No, please don't smash that. Um... I really loved it. I thought it was beautiful, kind of karmic. I'm turning a camera up there and I smashed it. Oh, okay. I thought it was beautiful storytelling, like karma came back. I just thought that it was very, it was a lot more deep than your typical ambulance match. And they made it exciting, yeah, and I loved smash. it. I thought it was really fun. I'll I had fun. It. I had lots of fun watching this. Be careful. I'll smash it. I thought it was a lot of fun. However, like, however, it did kind of make Drew look a little weak. Um, you know, just, like he needed so much help. He needed and, like, all these legends, even though he didn't ask. Even though he didn't ask, you know, he needed all these people to to win. I, there were a lot of people that still thought that Randy Orton was going to win anyway, which was shocking to me. However, I thought. He totally missed that, like, Claymore kick, too. And when he, like, was about to close the doors or whatever kind of kick that was, he was about to close the doors. And, you know, Randy, and he, like, pulls Randy's head out. He completely missed. 
I that like mm. took me out of the moment for a second, which is like yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um Are yeah. you doing yet? <laughs> um But yeah, I mean I I mean I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I I don't know. I feel like eventually they're going to give the belt to Randy Orton. Like, I, I don't know why they're going to keep... Because, like, if, if he's not going to win here, then he's still clearly... And, like, Keith Lee's, like, kind of in that mix, I guess, too. But, like, wasn't really last night. So, I don't... Yeah. I don't know. It's... I, I, that's... <laughs> I take one of my Sorry. ear buttons out. Um... Um... But, uh, but yeah, that's all I've got. The main event was really, really good, though. Um, we it had so good. Yes, we had Roman Reigns finally pop that vest off. He is wrestling, uh, wrestling shirtless now, so everybody can rejoice. It's finally happened. He's getting new theme music soon, too, apparently, which is great. Um, Roman Reigns as a heel is the most interesting thing WWE has going forward right now, outside of my boy Kyle O'Reilly, who's going to be wrestling for the NXT Championship soon, so I'm really, really excited about that. But Roman Reigns, as far as main roster goes, is the most interesting most interesting thing going by far for me. Um, making, trying to make his point that he's the tribal chief of his family. Um, I mean, it's... Uh, I, I love the story. I love the match. I love Roman Reigns as a heel. I, WWE has to be kicking themselves right now for like waiting this long to do this. So long. Oh god, this was one of those matches. This was one of those matches where the Thunderdome was so to their advantage because you wanted to hear what they were saying. You wanted to be able to listen to the listen to the dialogue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That works like to its advantage for sure. Family beef. You know, this was like Mom. the most coolest, most awesome, bad, you know what, family reunion fight I've ever seen. This puts every redneck fight to shame. You know? Yeah. Samoan blood matches. Scarlett, I don't need you up here right now, honey. I, we, we both can't fit. Mommy's belly just keeps growing. Okay? Well, and I like that Roman won by like TKO basically like he yeah um, he like well no he threw in the towel right uh yeah yeah he okay, threw in so the towel I, all right so I said this and I got some poo poo for it but it's very true it, it remind yeah it was very ill it reminded me I don't know why but it reminded me of when Brandy Rhodes came out to help Cody get that last and then the towel thing I felt like MJF did that too or someone did that he did MJF did that well no no um no cody almost well no the towel they did do the towel with uh with archer no 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 they did a towel someone threw no no towel. it was brian cage it was it was oh yeah uh, uh yeah, yeah. kaz threw yeah. in again for brian yeah. cage to save him when he was in the arm bar when mox yeah. had him but they did they, they, they did tease they did tease the towel before though with uh with yeah with cody for sure though yeah, and yeah. and that is not a knock on WWE. It's not saying they were copying. That's just where my mind went to, and it was just to me. It didn't say, "Oh, well, that's copying." It to me, it was like Why these deeper, it? these deeper family storylines. When you get like the real emotion involved, mm -hmm. and you have the family come out there, and it just makes it that much more real. 
that's how much more significant it becomes and that's how much deeper it becomes and that's how much more emotionally invested I am in it. And I just, I loved it. And it was, it lasted a lot longer than I thought. I thought that this match was going to be very, very short. I thought it could have been a squash, but I mean, it went 22 minutes. So. Well, and I like that Jay got some offense in like Roman made him look good as like a credible yeah. singles guy. And, well, and also the match would have been over like, 10 minutes earlier but like the last like half of it was roman like he already had jb yeah. and the rest of it was him just ground and pound and trying no, to get him to yet. yeah exactly and i love the ending where like roman's standing over him and jimmy and jay oh, yeah. are both on the ground and jimmy's like you're the you're the chief man like like this is what you want to hear Heyman's like afraid like Heyman's just you're like my tribal chief yeah yeah Heyman's like scared out of his mind like what have i created and and then the he's wearing the lay that Jey Uso yeah. came out wearing. Like he just totally just he's the alpha, complete alpha. He's like me playing Fall Guys. Like yeah, just alpha yeah. moves constantly. Yes. Dylan's wrestling himself with another super chat. Dylan, thank you so thank much, you. man. Thank this guy's out guys. here just like supporting the hell out of us, man. Thank you. Um, you want to read this one off, Jesse? What? Yes, I'll read it. Uh, thank you so much, Dylan. It says, that match was great. Roman Reigns right now is doing some of his best work in the past five years. An absolute masterful performance. I'd say this is the best work of his career. I completely agree. This heel Roman is so much better because it's what we all wanted for so long, I feel. And we're finally getting it. And it's just as good as we all thought. Like, we didn't, we weren't booing you, Roman. We just believed in you. <laughs> and look at what you're doing now. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I was so um, tired of that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd say this is the best work as a singles wrestler for sure. Um, obviously, there was some good, there was some really good stuff with the Shield. Uh, but that was more so on, like, Reigns, or sorry, uh, Rollins and uh, Moxley kind of carried him along while he was learning kind of thing. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, and I'm interested in what's happening next. Like, I'd imagine we might get like a Jimmy Uso versus Roman Reigns one on one at some point. Um, uh, maybe, maybe eventually, they just like they're like, you know what, bro? Like, you were right the entire time. You are the tribal chief. We're gonna follow you, and we're gonna try to become powerful and champions. Also, like, maybe they wind up joining after all this. Like, I don't know. But but you you brought it up. I think when you when you mentioned Paul Heyman, I think that. That's really interesting. Like, I think Heyman's character with Roman right now is, like, it's more... Like, with him and Brock, like, he's guiding Brock's career. With him and <laughs> with him and Roman, he's like, oh, shit, what did I create out of that? Like, I'm what afraid of this guy. Like, right? yeah. Um, and, and Brock has done that, too, with Heyman, like, throwing him around and stuff before. But, like, they've always, like, patched it up. Like, this is a little different. This, to me, feels like they're they're setting it up to where... Paul Heyman like becomes afraid of Roman Reigns and then turns to Brock Lesnar as the only person that can bring Roman down. So then Paul Heyman turns on Roman and aligns back with Brock Lesnar, which would be amazing, you know? Yeah, I think that would be a really, really interesting story. I think that'd be great. Um, I, I just, I don't want to like dismiss the fantastic, amazing epicness that is heel Roman Reigns. It's great. Yeah, and, and I think that even, like, because depending on how long Heyman wants to keep doing what he's doing, like, 
I it's one of those things where like I think it's he's better served as a long term manager for Roman. Like if I had to choose between Roman and Brock, like Brock's already Brock Lesnar. Like it doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. Like he doesn't need to talk. He doesn't need to do promos. He never he's needs fine. to be at the show. Yeah, just really? yeah, just just show up. Just show up and throw people around. Um, I really believe he's going to be fighting in the UFC again. I really yeah. do. Um, and Dylan, I, I couldn't agree more with your super chat, man. I appreciate it. And, and I think that, uh, I think that Roman, I mean, I was literally like, I very rarely sit there while watching WWE and I'm like actually smiling ear to ear watching something. And I was like legitimately enjoying watching Roman Reigns in that main event. So, um, I, I do want to say when, when, Roman Reigns was like, I'm not finished yet. He was like, tell me I'm the tribal chief. Tell me I'm at the seat of the table or whatever. Tell me I'm the alpha. And Jay Uso goes, I can't do that. Or he said, I can't do that, boss. Or something like that. Like, I can't do that, brother. Not today. And then Roman, not today, yeah. And he just, like, Roman Reigns, like, threw him down and was like, like, what am I going to, like, he was like, ugh. You know, that, like. It reminded me, I can't remember, like, I, there's, like, a movie or, like, a TV show or something that that reminded me of. It reminds you of, like, those really dark, gritty moments. Like, almost, like, I want to say Breaking Bad. Yeah. I don't think it was Breaking Bad, but it's, like, one of those moments where it brought out that Roman doesn't want to, he's not quite evil. Like, he's not fully evil. He didn't want to do this. Like, he hesitated. Like, he was frustrated. And... Oh, God, that just, like, even just think about it now, that just hit me some type of way. Like, that made me, like, hurt. Like, I hurt when he said that. Like, when he goes, not today, and or I can't do that or whatever, and you're just like, oh, God. It was like those war heroes that, like, don't give up, you know? Yeah. Oh, not comparing war to them. Sure, sure. You know, but it's like when you're watching a movie, it invokes those, like, emotions, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Chanel, yeah, Jimmy said it to... He did say it. He, he was, yes. like, like, covering uh, Jay's body, like, shielding him. And he was like, you're the tribal chief, man. Um, I do also like the layer of Roman, because there's so much they can do with him as a heel. I like the way that, like, while he was beating up Jay during the match, he was like, he was like, this see this is what i've been doing your whole life i've been beat your ass your whole life like what, why would you think this is going to be different i've been beat your ass your whole life and i feel like they can use that in the story because it's like hey like for all these years when we were helping out roman and like saying good stuff about roman like we were afraid of this guy like this guy's been kicking our ass our entire lives bullying us like and and it's like and we always had to put on a front like he was a good guy because he was like the head of the company uh, I don't think they need to bring, like, his cancer into it, but that's another thing no. where, like... But but I'm just saying, like, that's something where it's, like... You, you want... Well, well, that's so beside the point that I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is that I am sympathetic to Roman because he's dealt with that. Like, I, yeah. he's automatically a babyface. And, and for the fact that they were able to, he like, get around that to the point where, like, he's this bad, bad of a heel, I'm surprised WWE did it. I like that they did it. But it's one of those things where, like, I didn't think WWE would go there because yep. they're so dead set always on, like, seen as the Make-A-Wish guy. Like, we can't have the kids, like, having their hero. Like, they, you know, they can't be doing that. Um, and and I also think this with Roman, too, is it's a big opportunity that they never took with John Cena. 
Like, they finally just did it. Like, they've been talking about doing it with Cena, and by the time it got to that point, it wasn't worth doing anymore. Like, like they got to a point with Cena where it was like, okay, at this Good point, point, like, a heel turn just doesn't matter because he's already John Cena. He's in the movies. He's basically the next rock as far as, like, I mean, a little lower level, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I... <clears throat> I think in Hollywood, I mean, I think in WWE, Cena is surpassed with the Rock accomplished by by a lot. But, but that all being said, like, like John Cena is John Cena, but you but you actually are taking the chance with Roman finally. Like you finally did something. Finally. Like I, I I'm very happy. It makes me it makes me like I'll probably watch SmackDown this this Friday. It's been months, yeah. and I'm interested enough to check the show out. So. It accomplished exactly what it needed to in in a lot of different ways. Yes, that was a fantastic conclusion Thank to you. a quite good pay per view. Yes, so that's it. Um, I'm going to get the sponsor list ready, and Jesse, if you want to tell people kind of about uh, all the stuff we usually talk about, and I'll get all that ready. Okay, so if you liked what you saw here today, if you like what this was please do give this video a thumbs up and do consider subscribing it would really mean a lot to us the thumbs up subscription really helps us out in the youtube algorithm and it gets more like-minded people into the chat so we can have more amazing people in the chat with us day in and day out when we do these streams you guys make it fun bless you y'all make it really really fun for us y'all make it for us i mean this show wouldn't be what it is without y'all and it just really means a lot. And we want more of you, you know. We want more people. We like having friends. It's cool. So a thumbs up would really, really help us out. And a subscription would really, really help us out. Tell your friends. If you think your friends might like this, please do give us give us a recommendation. We would really appreciate it because when we do get to 10,000 subscribers, we will be doing a fun prize pack giveaway, which I think will be really, really fun. I'm really excited to do that. I cannot wait. I can't believe we're almost there. It's been awesome. So we're really excited. So we would really, really appreciate that. And you can always follow us on Twitter, too. Both of our little things are down below. And, yeah, so thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for the super chats. Those really mean a lot to us. The chat means a lot to us regardless. So thank you so much, guys. It really does mean the world to us. Yes, it does. And if you have any last-minute super chats or donations, as Jesse was saying, uh, I'm going to read off our sponsors. And if there's any of those while I'm talking, we will make sure to address any questions or comments or anything before we leave the show. So even though we're kind of wrapping up here, we will still address those if you have anything else for us. So our sponsors, I'm going to start off with Music City Toys and Collectibles. This is a new look for Facebook that I am just now seeing for the first time. Um, yeah. Music City Toys and Collectibles is the place to be for uh, action figures, DVDs, um, Autographs. I get a lot of autograph 8x10s from them. Uh, I got an Orange Cassidy autograph 8x10 on my wall over here that you can't see because my camera doesn't pick it up. I got a bunch of uh, these Bendems that I collect through them. I, I get a whole bunch of my stuff through Music City Toys and Collectibles because they're nice people and they do fair business. They often, I'll be looking for something on eBay and when you figure in shipping and all this kind of stuff, I'll see stuff, I'm, I'm like, oh man, I really want that, but it's like 15 bucks. Hit a Music City Toys and Collectibles. Sometimes they have the same thing. I get it for like five bucks, including shipping. Like they always smash the prices of what I'm looking at on eBay. And they do live sales and stuff. Like um, check it out. Just jump on Facebook, search Music City Toys and Collectibles. Same with all of their social media, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, hit them up. Support them because they support us. 
Also, we have WrestleRumble.com, the place to be for fans to pick them contests for professional wrestling. And they also do the craziest raffles you have ever seen in your life. They just gave away eight replica NXT Championship belts. These each cost like three to $400 a piece. Insane prizes. Um, I don't have the winner's name here on the website. Yeah, I put 15 bucks in that. I put, I threw in 10 myself. Um, Hannah Moore did not win. She did not become Hannah 14 belts. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I, I watched, I watched Saul Monsters, uh, shout out to Saul Monster. He does the, on his live streams after the shows, he does the, uh, the raffle for Wrestle Rumble. And there was like over 6,000 entries this time. It looked like on the random name generator. Um, but he, uh, yeah, he, uh, he's, he's where you go to like find out who won. So I actually watched it live and I saw who won, but the name isn't popping up here. The last that I had seen Russell Rumble was trying to find the guy. They were like tweeting out like, oh, no. Hey, like we haven't heard back from this guy. He won eight belts from us. Like, where's this guy at? Like we need to send these to you. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they're great. Just check them out. WrestleRumble.com or follow them on Twitter at Russell Rumble. And last but never least, shout out to my brother, Brian Jensen. He is a professional boxing coach. He can help you at an amateur level or professional level. Uh, he works with Parkinson's Foundations. He is a co-owner of Steel Boxing and Athletics, a gym here in Atlanta, Georgia. Basically, he can help you reach your goals. Hit him up on Instagram, BoxingATL, B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. Uh, if you're just looking to throw hands, get in better shape, become you know compete at like an amateur or professional level if you just need someone to get some new eyes on you like you're an existing fighter and you just need a new look maybe some new advice um if you're really for any reason at all he can help you out um he can help you through zoom online anywhere in the world or he can meet you in person he has a gym in the atlanta georgia area he can meet you at your house meet you at your business meet you in a park whatever it is he will help you reach your goals once again that's brian jensen on Instagram at BoxingATL, B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. Just shoot him a message, and him, along with all of our other sponsors, let him know, like, you heard about them through me and Jesse, and I promise you, you get a really, really, really good deal. Um, so that's everything I've got, and like Jesse mentioned before, uh, my Twitter handle is at FightTalk underscore, that's F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore, I've been editing more videos for all things MMA, the YouTube channel. Please check that out. I'm really happy with how those are doing. I uh, got another one that I've already edited that's going to be going out probably in the next week or so, I would guess. Um, doing Twitch. I might jump on later today. Twitch.tv slash Fight Talk underscore. Same as my Twitter handle. If you're into video games, it's free to subscribe with Amazon Prime or it's just free to watch. But the subscriptions, you don't have to deal with ads and you get emotes and that kind of stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I try to keep all my stuff updated on uh, on Twitter. Find me on the Fightful Select Weekender podcast. You can find me on the Sobros Network doing the all things, or not the all things, the uh, another round MMA podcast every week. So a whole bunch of stuff to check out there. And I'll pull Jesse up. I saw we got a super chat, Jesse, if you yes. want to hit that. I then, will uh, go over that. I will go over any super chats like after I go over my stuff. Thank you so much, Chanel. I do appreciate that. We will go over that once I go through my stuff. I'd like to get that out of the way first. Um, so basically the best place to find me is on Twitter. If you want to get in contact with me, if you want to go into my DMs, Twitter into place for that. My OnlyFans is the place for that. Hit up me on OnlyFans. That's where you'll find me every day talking to amazing people. I'm doing um, voice like 
requests and stuff like that. Like, so if you ever, like, want to, you know, have me say something or whatever, kind of like cameo, just more fun. <laughs> um, I'm doing, like, voice recordings and ratings and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of fun stuff over there. So onlyfans.com slash jessythebuckeye, J-S-S-I-T-H-E-B-U-C-K-E-Y-E. It's literally the best way to support me directly other than the YouTube channel and the Super Chat feature. Those are both the best ways to support me and Steven. I mean, my OnlyFans is mine and my family's, but Steven and I split halfway the uh, YouTube stream income. We split all this 50-50. And then on my Twitch, if you subscribe on Twitch, I get a little bit on that. So that's kind of my side thing. So, yes. Yay. It's fun. And then Dylan has a Twitch as well. So if you want to subscribe to Dylan's as well, he's got a chat. You know, he's been super helpful to us. We might as well help him out. It's like he Dylan, looks like he's gonna be... actually, I'll get him pulled up here. I'll, I'll show his page so that maybe yeah, he can, he's uh... been he's been super helpful to us. So it's Dylan Ketchum Eight is his Twitter. I don't know what his Twitch is. However, that's anyway. So my OnlyFans is the best way to get into contact with me. Um, it really does help me out like a whole lot. Like you have no idea. That's like literally it kept a roof over our heads when my husband was furloughed. Uh, and I have this baby in my stomach that's got a really, really big deductible. So that's the best way to help me out and my family out, keep a roof over our heads, pay for everything that we need. And so it really does help. And I do work really hard on it. And it means a lot to me. And I put a lot of effort into it. So OnlyFans.com slash Jesse the Buckeye, the YouTube channel, Twitter, everything like that. And then, um, yeah, so that's it. But thank you so much, Chanel. She says, I think Roman or the Roman. <laughs> I think The Fiend is coming after Roman next. I agree. I really thought that that was going to happen this time. I really thought that, like, Alexa Bliss was going to come out and, like, distract Roman or something. Like, at the end, I didn't think it was going to be during the show. Just the way that she was looking at Roman. I mean, it'll show him how much a heel he really is if he goes after her. You know what I mean? Like, if she goes after him and he reciprocates. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's strange that, like, they are at a point where, like, The Fiend looks like he is going to be the baby face when all this stuff goes down. Yeah. And Bronze is kind of a non-factor. Like, they have him, like, doing Underground. underground. But Underground didn't exist last week, so who who knows what's going on with all that. Um, Thank you, Chanel, for that. I agree with you, though. I think think we will get The Fiend versus Roman uh, sometime in the very near future. And I also want to pull this up for anyone watching still. Um, this is Dylan's Twitch channel. So this is Dylan, uh, Dylan's wrestling stuff here in the chat. And it is Dylan Ketchum 8. It is D-Y-L-A-N-K-E-T-C-H-U-M and the number 8 there on the end. Dylan Ketchum 8. So shout out to flower. Dylan. A little Play-Doh flower. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, but yes, that's pretty you. good. Hey, that's pretty good. All right, well, I don't know when we'll be back next. Uh, maybe Thursday. I don't know if you're busy Thursday. Uh, yes, I am busy Thursday. So probably like a Saturday before the UFC yeah. type thing. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah, just look out for us on the next one. We'll, we'll make yeah, sure. Yeah, make sure you're subscribed. That's how you find out. Yeah, subscribe. Make sure you give us that thumbs up if you like the video. And if you're following both of us on Twitter, we always make sure to post links when we have – when we have a, when we're really confident that the show is going to happen, <laughs> put it that way. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, look when out I for us. I make that thumbnail when I start tweeting. <laughs> That's when it's real. Is that when... thumbnail took me two hours. Really? Well, it looks yeah. great. 
It looks great. Thank you you. Do, do a great job with those. Don't ever feel obligated like you need to take that much time, though. But I, I do appreciate the... That's how I much mean, I care about this. It looks great. It really does. Um, that's really impressive for somebody who doesn't use Photoshop, like, professionally. You know what I mean? Like, Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, like, for real. Like, I use a shitload of Photoshop, and you do a few things that I probably would have to, like, ask you how you do it, so... Um, but, uh, but, uh, there was, oh yeah. And also I'll just say it one more time. Like I may be on Twitch later today. I don't know yet. Um, but if you're subscribed over there, you'll know, or if you follow me over there on Twitch, um, this is my channel right here. And, um, following is completely free. So, uh, that way you'll be notified when I go live. So this is the channel here. Same as my Twitter fight talk underscore. So uh so yeah that's uh that's going to be it. See y'all on Saturday.